0: Hello, my people. Welcome to Tater Thoughts. Today, I just want to entertain you. Seriously, let me entertain you. I'm back after an unintentional week off. I hope you had a great holiday. If you celebrated or did anything fun or just looked at lights, which is kind of what we did. But I'm back today and it's fantastic. It's all Queen, baby. We are back at it. Right in the middle of Queen's seventh album, Jazz, released in 1978. Easily their funnest album in their entire catalog, at least as far as a collection goes. You could easily take A number of songs from many, many, many different Queen albums and smash them together and make the funnest Queen album ever. But I think collectively, jazz has the most fun arrangement of songs in its track list. And today it's all fiery Freddie. Fabulous Freddie Mercury. He's back with another contribution to the jazz album. And this number actually closes out side one of the album. Can you believe it? We are officially, as of the end of this dive, halfway through. Sort of. There's actually more tracks on the second side than the first, but close enough, officially, given the side closes here with this little subtle number. (laughs) So much sarcasm. This could be... Anything but subtle. Let me entertain you, ladies and gents. Dive number 73, track number six on the album Jazz. And you know what? When I was listening to, when I was streaming the guys' albums before I found them all, over months and months of looking in various shops around the entire region, This song, when I listened to the album Jazz, this song was one of them that stuck with me more than any of the others. And I think it was just Freddie's memorable delivery and his great performance here. But this was never a single and I cannot for the life of me figure out why. This is such a good number. It's such a great live number. Really encompasses, I think, A lot of what makes Queen great, there's a tremendous amount of references to not just successes and the skills of the boys themselves as a performance act, but certainly the team members who helped make them a success and memorable experiences they've had thus far along the way. So this is a wonderful snapshot, I think, of Queen's general attitude. I also think, as much as I love that, that this is, this song, Let Me Entertain You, is a great summary of the band as we know them at this point. This song is certainly the song when... Publications would make references to Queen being officially being the most fascist rock and, rock and roll rock and roll band ever. That was a fabulous slip up, wasn't that? This was the song they were talking about. Let me entertain you because, yeah, it does. It does sound very arrogant and pompous. And oh, we're so great. But you have to listen to the whole thing. You have to take it all in. Again, references to team members, not just the boys themselves that made everything so grand and excessive and wonderful and fabulous. So yeah, not a single. Sadness, real sadness. This is all hard bluesy rock. It kind of reminds me of Brian May's song, Son and Daughter, from their much earlier debut album. It has the same kind of attitude about it. I'm not sure why. But yeah, this reminds me of son and daughter, oddly enough. Or maybe that's appropriate. I've seen references to several, at least two different tempos. I've seen 105 beats per minute and 69 beats per minute. And now this doesn't make any sense to me, and I'll tell you why. First of all, there is no shift in the, in the feel here, in the flow, in the tempo. It's not like we have a drastic change in tempo anywhere. The only thing I can figure is because this song is in two time signatures. It's in a 4-4 shuffle beat, and it's also in 3-4 in the intro and the outro. So perhaps someone was measuring this in those two different time signatures and assumed one of them was cut time. That's all I can figure. That's, I don't think that's actually the case. I I, I don't know if either one of those is correct. If I'm being honest, this is where I wish I had my metronome. Again, I don't, it's stuck in storage. Maybe I should dig it up. But yeah, I am really baffled by that BPM on both counts. Doesn't seem right to me at all. I mean, let me entertain you. It actually feels, it actually feels very typical. Actually, feels kind of like it's somewhere between 120 and 130. So take that with a grain of salt. Tell me what you think. Do you know what it is? If you have the sheet music, just tell me. Perhaps I would have found it if I just dug a little harder. But there's some mystery around there. It's kind of fun. I love running into stuff like that. Moving on, we are in several keys here. We're in the key of E minor, B minor. F-sharp minor, pentatonic. So we're in all these minor keys. It creates a very aggressive, very angry at moments, but I think appropriate, very demanding attitude throughout the song. And if you weren't sure what this is about, Freddie, Queen, they're here to give us a show. An absolutely intentional tribute to the band's own skills, crew, performance, thrills, and kicks, and all the flash and flair that come with that excess. So once again, Let Me Entertain You is this wonderful snapshot of where the boys were at the time, and a little bit of what it took to get there, I think. A most aggressive offering, and one of Freddie's, We're All That numbers let me entertain you is hard and heavy takes us through power chords and riffs galore there is so much happening from one phrase to the next including lots of shifts in volume those dynamic changes are wonderful panning strategic key changes that are barely noticeable they're so well done with clever confident lyrics and some are quite dirty and dark Honestly, the boys interact with the listener personally, insisting they're only here to entertain us. Makes it so personal. And we believe them. You believe it. That's why this is so genius. Freddie's lyrics are literally a laundry list of skills, props, tricks the guys use to woo us with their musical creations, sound and amplification. It's a hard word to say. Pretty Lights, rock a la carte, Electra and EMI, all of it, and then some, Excess, and it's the best kind of rock and roll. The guys don't get much more rock and roll on jazz than they do here. Heavy bass, complex and busy drums, scratchy, growling guitar, and of course, Freddie in full tone, putting it all out there, screaming and yelling at us, and we welcome it. A little piano from our front man adds some flair to an otherwise incredibly hard rock song. The intensity the arrangement creates with those strategic pauses, the syncopation, the feedback, the trills, the teasing, and thrills from our man Freddie. And apparently, on the album, it's all Freddie's vocals. But then again, this is his song. So no surprise there. But still a little surprising, if I'm honest, that we only have Freddie's vocals, even in the background. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of weight to carry, but Freddie is more than capable, as we're well aware at this point. Let Me Entertain You was played 175 times. The guys held on to this from 78 through 81, which is awesome. I hate that there's several songs on this album already that only lasted literally a couple years on tour. And then that was it. They were gone. Because some of them have such a wonderful energy on stage. I've talked about these numbers that are amplified and even brighter and better on stage because the guys were that good when they performed. So this is one of those times where, yeah, we get to hear, let me entertain you. A number of times. Okay, let's do it. The intensity of this live. It was often faster, much faster than the album version. No wonder they led with it on tour set lists, following a fast version of We Will Rock You. That was very common. The pulsing of John on the bass, the growling of Brian's guitar, the speed the sheer speed, the cymbals, Freddie's enthusiastic shouting. This is fast and furious. Roger would chime in, in the chorus, entertain you. He often added that extra little weight and volume. There are other moments he and Brian burst in to provide higher harmonies and more weight. That verse, to thrill you, I'll use any device. Freddie's improvised deliveries are so much fun. <laughs> and Brian is having a ball digging in on his red special, like he always did. The number of times Brian sings through that thing. Roger's extra extra rolls and riffs are everything in this live number. The ringing and dinging of those cymbals, John thumping away on his bass, my goodness. This brief but powerful number was a force on stage, a tour de force, if I may say so. The Montreal performance, they've really perfected this. The additional drums, pops, guitar screams, this just flies. And if I had to guess, because this was only performed through 81, that was probably one of the last times they did this. What was that, November of 81? Montreal? Yeah, I think it was. So... Wow, I'm glad we have that. I'm glad we have it in super high def, as it were. It's fantastic. Let me entertain you. And he really did open it like that, especially on Live Killers. Freddie's like, are you ready to rock? And the audience's like, yes. Are you ready to roll? Oh, yeah. And he goes, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'm sure that was a common occurrence. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it was. Some fun facts about Let Me Entertain You. It's the last hard-rocking composition Freddie will give us for years. Years, if you can believe it. Also, it is the name of a song by Robbie Williams. And in fact, that's all I can find when I look up reviews for this number. It's kind of frustrating. (laughs) Actually, because I was like, did Robbie Williams do a cover of this? No, it's an entirely different song. Yeah. Also, the guitar riff gets its distinctive sound from its parallel sixth arrangement, which the guys would employ in a much later tune. And we'll talk about that when we get to that little number. Band critique in the Rock Montreal commentary, Brian said, Regarding Freddie's lyrics in the first verse, he was particularly pleased with them, reminiscing about Fred's attitude, his boldness. He talked about how clever they were. I don't have any official comments on the record, on interviews or videos the guys did talking about the song. That is literally the only thing I have in reference to Let Me Entertain You from one of the guys themselves. But that's almost better. Because it's Brian simply reminiscing, right? He's nostalgic. He's watching. It was when him and Roger were watching this footage and talking about it as they experienced it again and said, well, wow, my, you're, you look really young, you know? But they, they talked about how great Freddie sounded and how healthy he looked and how wonderful he was. And of course, this song in particular, the first verse, I'll Cruella de You wonderful lyrics from freddie and he digs into them and has such a great time with them and brian just loves it you can tell i do have some comments from the critics though of course i do got some of these how dare they right here of course i've mentioned mitchell cohen's write-up for jazz of cream already He jabbed this song not once, but twice in his review of jazz, calling it both a, quote, parody of their own worthlessness, unquote, and a, quote, pure Rocky horror show, unquote. And Dave Marsh of Rolling Stone was just as harsh, saying... Writing, quote, when Mercury chants in Let Me Entertain You about selling his body and his willingness to use any device to thrill an audience, he isn't talking about a sacrifice for his art. He's just confessing his shamelessness, mostly because he's too much of a bore to feel stupid about it. (sighs) I'm not even going to say anything. (laughs) Take from that what you will. I'm sure you're just as frustrated as I am. But of course, guys, praise, fans, dig this. You know it. They love the arrogance and the pomp, the flash and call-outs of Queen's successes in performance. I've seen many comment that this is the finest example of a band calling themselves awesome. The way the lyrics are crafted and how they complement the musical arrangement is perfection. I am not the only one that thinks that. There are others who call this song one of the best on the album jazz. Even though, yeah, we have better known numbers. Like Bicycle Race, Fat Bottom Girls. A lot of people really, really dig this song. And I think it's because of the raw energy of this. I don't get fascist from this number. I get we're awesome and we know it and it's cool and so are you. You know, the guys knew they could put on a show. Let's be real. They knew well before this album, that they were capable of coming out and killing it every single time. And even though they did have some off nights and off performances, as any band or performer does, they'd still regroup and come back bigger and better the next time. And I think by this point, this tour, you know, we have the most shows on this tour, the jazz tour, so far. We have an incredible, incredible tour tour, I almost said tour list. (laughs) No, not set list, tour list. We had an incredible lineup of destinations on this tour where the guys went during this tour. It was immense. It was massive. And they had a good time with it and they knocked it out. And how could they not? How could you not? Practically opening a tour, opening a show with this number, or at least close to with this number right? Even if it wasn't the first thing out the gate, it was right up there. Did I mention just how crazy the breakdown of the song was going to be? Because you guys, as brief as it is, it's packed. It's absolutely packed with shifts in the arrangement and sections that are slammed together in a way that is flawless and seamless It's so distinctive from one to the next. Unison pounding. Piano, bass, drums, cymbal. Three, four meter. Yep, this is a waltz. Feedback. A bass glissando. Ooh, that's hot. Then Brian appears with that riff. Rough, solid, power chords sinking into the distortion. Drum roll, please. Freddie. It's a sellout. Notice how the drums begin in the center. Toms bounce to the right and then the left, and then Brian's guitar suddenly swirls to the sides, surrounding us with that fire on the red special. Deke, absolutely moving on his bass. Let me welcome you, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to say hello. Are you ready for some entertainment? Are you ready for a show? Really, I could absolutely run through every lyric in this song. Catchy, risqué, fun, totally honest. Roger is rocking that drum kit with all those sparkling extras. Already, the guys are making great use of dynamics here and frequency emphasis, especially on the various rhythm and solo guitar tracks. That chord change, and Freddie is screaming in full chest voice. Gonna rock you, gonna roll you, get you dancing in the aisles. So polished and packed with energy, this number. Freddie does not hold back. And if he were right in front of us, it would probably be too much. But it's brilliant because of it. We know we're in for a treat with these boys. The best part, we're only 30 seconds into this. Here it comes. Let me entertain you. Brian is right there with Freddie on that melody. So is John. But, but... This is one of those moments where I have a really, really tough time hearing John. I know he's there. The unmistakable foundation of his frequencies and his accuracy is obvious on that bass, but I could use a little bit more of John in my life here. It goes back to the mixing of my particular copy of this album, I guess. I talked about that. You guys can listen to it in the jazz kickoff. We sink into that unrelenting chorus with a gritty guitar, glissando, Let me entertain you. The accents of the piano and the drums and the bass filling the gaps. Clever. Oh, it's catchy. If you listen closely, you'll notice the 3-4 rhythm of the intro is still here, even though we're in 4-4. It's cool, right? Oh, that subtle symbol on that second phrase. Freddie appears in layered Lead. Then, before we dive into the next phrase, all of that melisma, Brian in unison on the guitar. Man, the way that note bends back up and Roger bursts back in. Ah, there's John dancing alongside Roger and his glittering percussion. I've come here to sell you my body. I can show you some good merchandise. <laughs> Spoken with so much sass and that emphasized merchandise. Got a little flanger effect in there, perhaps. That is the lyric in particular that Brian thought was so brilliant when he was talking about Freddie's lyrics. He enjoyed them so much. Just Freddie, John, and Raj here. Speaking of Raj, can we talk about this drum arrangement? Those triplets, that syncopation. If it weren't for Freddie keeping us in time and those downbeat appearances from John, we'd be spinning in that drum arrangement. Brian reappears with a heck of a guitar riff before we dive into the next phrase, followed by Freddie's evil and enticing cackle. The piano, the guitar, this section comes at us. Layered vocals surround us, all Freddie. We'll give you pièce de résistance and a force, of course. What a fun thing to sing. Symbols drum riff, and an impressive one. There's a key change into the next phrase that may not be obvious, but it's a pretty drastic drop. A favorite moment. Freddie sings. The sound and amplification, listen, followed by Brian's loud and growling response. That's a favorite moment from many a fan. Back into E minor, Freddie references both tour manager, Jerry Stickles, and record labels, Elektra and EMI, as providing the high and showing you where it's at respectively. What a nice tip of the hat to the ones that help the mothership, as they used to call it, run like a well-oiled machine. Let me entertain you. Again, this riff, those symbols like glitter, solo time, plenty of Brian sinking into the depths of low notes and soaring through feedback, Roger rolling on his toms like nobody's business, Just take a look at the menu. We give you rock a la carte. This is fantastic. Such a great way to say, hey, we do every genre ever. We're only here to entertain you. This shifts from one speaker to the next and rises above everything in the room with plenty of reverb. There's also a phenomenal layering of harmonies in that phrase. Brian's trill... Rogers Phil, I mentioned dark, did I say kinky lyrics? Well, here they are in this final verse. The S&M attraction, we've got the pleasure chest. You heard that right. This verse is such a riot. If you dig the New York scene, we'll have a son of a beep of a time. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this rated G. Come on. We roll out several times, let me entertain you. But as the intro becomes the outro, a flurry of phrases and chatter come from the boys, friends, staff, whoever, whomever. Hey, where's my backstage pass? Hey, that was a bit all right. Outrageous costume. Hey, that Brian May, he's out of sight, man. I always wanted to be a groupie. I'll give you lessons, (laughs) I think. (laughs) It's a riot. That's all chatter at the end of the song. Brian's guitar lingers as it fades out immediately after Freddie's heavily reverbed and loud vocal. And that, ladies and gents, is just the little bit that happens (laughs) in Let Me Entertain You. It's packed. It is a packed, wonderful, sassy, energetic, sexy number. And it's all Freddie. And it's fabulous. So I urge you to go check out the Montreal version if you haven't already. It's wonderful. It's a great way to, I think, experience this song live because since it is an early number on the track list, on the set list, what you get is the guys ready to bust out the gate. You know, they settled in with the fast version of We Will Rock You and they still kind of kick this off really fast. That was a very common thing because of adrenaline. But because they're not, they they haven't gone through their entire set list yet. So they're nice and fresh when they play this number. And it's a great live experience with the boys. We get so many variations of the riffs and the solo and all of the stuff that you're used to on the album is just out the window when you listen to them live because they love to bring the heat and they love to bring the flavor. All right, that was dumb. But this number is certainly anything but. It is one of the coolest things, one of the funnest things, one of the most energetic and clever things we get from Mr. Mercury. So go check out Let Me Entertain You and let me know what you think. I'll be back next time. Keep yourselves alive. Not sure if I'll do another Queen Deep Dive. Maybe it's a good time to take a break. This is the end of Side 1 of Jazz. So perhaps next time I will talk about something else. But until then, take care of yourselves. Listen to Queen and have a fantastic little breather in your day. All right, guys, next time.